and welcome to Philly Talks Climate, where we talk about the climate crisis, how it affects Philadelphia, and how we solve this for our region. I'm Mina Ravel, and I'll be your host. Several people assisted me with the research for today's show. Marion Biddle, Brent Gross, and Paul Kidd. Last week, we tried to answer, what's keeping Philadelphians from switching to an electric car? Turns out, it's a lack of electric car charging infrastructure. People know where to go to fill up a tank of gas, but they don't know where to go to recharge their electric cars. So we developed a primer about electric car charging. We also followed the story of one family needing to replace their car, who is amazed that they could be driving an emissions-free electric car today. May your next car be electric, too. We imagined underutilized parking lots installing public EV charging stations, a project that could also generate revenue for the lot owner. What underutilized parking lots? We were thinking of congregations, schools, SEPTA lots, and municipal lots. We've since found a 2018 report by Penn Environment titled Plugging In, Readying America's Cities for the Arrival of Electric Vehicles. This report states that we have about 96 public electric car charging stations in Philly and that we actually need about 1,400 of them. A little backstory. About three years ago, Volkswagen settled with federal authorities for violating emissions laws in thousands of vehicles advertised as low emissions. The settlement included about $3 billion for the Environmental Mitigation Trust to be distributed to every state and to be used by each state on transportation projects that reduce pollution. Pennsylvania's portion of the settlement was $118 million, the fifth highest payout in the nation. A more recent report, also by Penn Environment, titled Volkswagen Settlement State Scorecard, ranks states on how they've been using this trust fund. Our state of Pennsylvania was given an F because, per the report, the funds have, quote, been overwhelmingly been spent on dirty, climate-altering fossil fuel projects instead of clean vehicle technologies, end quote. This study comes just weeks after Governor Wolf announced $8.5 million awarded um, from this settlement the majority of which are going to new diesel and or gas projects. Remember, both diesel and frack gas are fossil fuels and add to our greenhouse gas emissions. This is Meenal on Philly Talks Climate. Upsetting, right? Perhaps there's a solution. In the process, we reread a research report on electric vehicles by the Institute for Local Self-Reliance. It's called Choosing the Electric Avenue. Unlocking Savings, Emissions Reductions, and Community Benefits of Electric Vehicles. It's worth a read. We were reminded of a local startup, V2G Energy, with offices at the Navy Yard. The V2G in their name stands for Vehicle to Grid. Um, A brief excerpt from Wikipedia. Vehicle to Grid is a system in which plug-in electric vehicles communicate with the power grid to sell services by either returning electricity to the grid or by throttling their charging rate. V2G storage capabilities can also enable EVs to store and discharge electricity generated from renewable energy sources such as solar and wind, with output that fluctuates depending on the weather and time of day. Since at any given time 95% of cars are parked, 
The batteries in electric vehicles could be used to let electricity flow from the car to the electric distribution network and back. Kind of cool. This local startup used an alternative fuels incentive grant from the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection, the PADEP, to, well, one, develop software to go with an off-the-shelf EV charger to reduce the stress on the grid imposed by uncontrolled charging. We're going to need this, um, I read in that ILSR report, as EVs become a dominant mode of personal transportation. And secondly, to get EV owners compensated for helping the grid. And lastly, to provide EV owners with a transparent charging service that ensures that their vehicle has at least the required range and is ready to go when, when, when wanted. They claim to have proven the concept and are now working with pl- parking lot owners Um, You know, the folks that own multi-unit dwellings like apartments and condos and workplaces, companies with parking lots. When we reached out to this company's president, Paul Kidd, to ask whether they could install electric car charging at congregations, schools, and SEPTA lots, you know, the ones we discussed on last week's episode of Philly Talks Climate, his answer was a resounding, yes, they do, but they do a lot more than just install a charger. According to them... They're trying to build a network of managed chargers in Philadelphia that will allow city dwellers to own electric vehicles, charge them with minimal impact on the grid, and create a viable business based on the value created for both the vehicle owners and the utility. Let's take this slowly. The company offers a turnkey EV charging system like many others. What's different is that they design, then apply for funding from the our DEP's Volkswagen Trust Fund, and then coordinate an installation. They even set up the software and work with the parking lot owner. The software allows them to specify whether the electricity for the charge is free or, say, 50, 15 cents per kilowatt hour. Some parking lot owners may want to be reimbursed for electricity, which is understandable. The software also allows them to charge for the time the vehicle remains connected, but not charging. So say if a school wants the cars charging overnight to be gone by 7 a.m., they could start charging for each hour the car remains in their lot, a sure incentive for the neighbor to set an alarm and move their car. You're listening to WPPM 106.5 FM. They manage electric car charging to have a minimal impact on the grid, using electricity when it is most available and of lowest cost. Typically from noon till 10 p.m. is when most of us demand the most electricity from the grid. The wholesale price, which we don't see on our bills, is higher during this time of peak demand and lower during the nighttime hours. You may have heard that there's enough sun and wind to power our needs, our energy needs, but that we'll need to invest in battery storage for those cloudy days and windless nights. Well, think about it. Each electric car has a battery. This team has been experimenting with aggregating the batteries of many electric cars and offering these as storage to the grid. The software modulates how quickly the batteries are charged, speeding up or slowing down the rate in response to PJM's requirements. So much better than cranking up a frapped gas power plant, right? It also means the actual charging time can be shifted from right after work to the middle of the night when there's a lot of electricity on the grid and no one using it.
Often, a car may need only five hours of charge, but remains plugged in for 10 hours overnight. The software can adjust the amount of electricity flowing to the car over the 10 hours, letting the car, in essence, sip from the grid. The impact of these adjustments are not actually significant with one car, but with a thousand cars together, we can help clean up that electric grid. You're listening to Philly Cam on 106.5 FM in Philadelphia. The experiments run by this team have shown that no one complained about inadequate charging, meaning everyone's car was ready and charged for the next journey. They're currently installing 12 charging stations at Capitol Flats in Kensington and working with a condo developer in Wynwood Heights. Maybe we don't need the city of Philadelphia to incentivize EV charging stations. Or wait for Harrisburg or Washington to save us. Maybe we just need innovative private companies. And together, we use the Volkswagen Mitigation Trust Fund wisely. How do we engage on this issue? Well, can you think of a local parking lot near you? One that's underutilized and interested in being part of this evolving technology? Please let us know. We'd like to assess if it's suitable for a public EV charging station one with managed charging, helping the EV driver, the lot owner, the grid, and the planet, all at minimal cost to the lot owner. Again, we're Philly Talks Climate, and our email is phltalksclimate at gmail.com. And now, to connect with others concerned about the climate crisis. If you're looking to connect with others concerned about the climate crisis, Look no further than the 6th Annual Students for Zero Waste Conference. It's this weekend on the Penn Campus and brings together 600 students, staff, industry innovators, activists, and community members from across the country. The three-day event includes student-led workshops, professional trainings, hands-on activity sessions, affinity group meetups, and panels covering topics related to waste and environmental justice. There'll be workshops on the circular economy, reducing plastic pollution, the larger zero-waste movement. Our city has a pledge to be zero-waste by 2035. If you're curious how we get there, if you've been wondering how we get there, like I have, this is a great place to start. The organizers want to see more young people at this conference and offer a discounted registration to Philly-based students. Use the discount code of PhillyLove when you register. You'll find details on our Connect page at Philly Talks Climate. Today's closing quote is from Leonard Peltier and was found in the October 2019 issue of The Sun magazine. Each of us is responsible for for what happens on this earth. Each of us is the swing vote in the bitter election battle now being waged between our best and our worst possibilities. Something to think on each day, before, during, and after each election. This has been Mino at Philly Talks Climate. Thanks for listening.
With instant acceleration, electric cars are more fun to drive and more affordable than ever. Electric cars are here. Plug in to the present.